Good morning. Today is Friday, March 5th, 2021. Most of our discussion about the Egel Hazav, the golden calf, in our Parsha of Kisisa is how could it happen? Just 40 days after the Jewish people heard God directly, clearly, openly speaking these words, don't make any graven image. Don't bow down to them and don't serve them, worship them. Over 3,000 years have passed and we still struggle to understand especially because it's not clear from the Torah exactly what the Jewish people were doing with this golden calf. Were they actually worshiping it as a god, as an idol? Were they using it as a substitute for Moshe when they thought Moshe was not coming back to them? Both approaches are highly problematic. Yet, this narrative remains as a central event in our history and in our culture. The severity of the sin is certainly part of it. But really, do we really need this warning? Are any of us tempted to worship a golden calf? Did it ever happen that the rabbi came a few minutes late and people thought to themselves, we're going to build a golden calf as a substitute? Well, the fragility and fickleness of human nature is part of it. For all time, we have a glaring example that anyone can be led astray. No one is immune from the most terrible misstep, from the most bizarre mistake. That's an important lesson. But allow me to suggest that the most important consequence of this narrative and the reason it remains within our consciousness as Jews is what it leads to. Now, the debacle of the golden calf is certainly a great disappointment to Moshe as a leader, which he expresses by breaking the luchos. And consider for a moment, these luchos the two tablets of stone upon which are engraved the Aserah Sadibros, the Ten Commandments, were given to him by God. God did not tell him to break them. How is it possible that a human being, even Moshe, would receive something from God of such significance and decide on his own to smash them? What must have been going through Moshe's mind? What must his thought process have been to simply break them? 
And yet, Moshe's legacy from this episode is his willingness to defend the Jewish people against God's understandable anger and his legacy becomes bringing the Jewish people to a new relationship with God, where God creates a mechanism of getting past disappointments and mistakes through teshuva, through genuine repentance. It is in response to the golden calf that God introduces and teaches teshuva, which we discussed earlier this week. <coughs> a process that is more generous than any of us have a right to expect that a sin can not only be excused as if it never happened, but even to be the impetus for us to grow and become better our sages famously tell us, Luchos v'shivrei luchos munachim ba'aron. The luchos, the second set of tablets that God gave Moshe that eventually came to the Jewish people that re re represented God's communication with the Jewish people for all time and were placed in the Aron, the Ark, in the Kodesh HaKadosh, in the Holy of Holies, the holiest object in the holiest spot for all time. The Luchos, the Shivrei Luchos, and the broken pieces of the first set were likewise placed in the Ark, in the Aron, in the Kodesh HaKadosh, the Holy of Holies. It is only because of the golden calf that we have Yom Kippur, this day of forgiveness and atonement. The famous verse in Mishle, the book of Proverbs, Sheva Yipol Tzadik Vakam, seven times a righteous person will fall and rise up again. An incredible statement of persistence and resilience that marks a righteous person. But I've shared with you before the insight that it's not just the ability to recover from falling. One becomes a tzaddik from the fall. It's in response to the fall that allows one to rise and become a tzaddik. Our sages express this in an extremely dramatic fashion. In the place, the spiritual level, where a Valchuva, one who has sinned and repented from their sin, stands, even a perfectly righteous person does not reach that level. A person who has sinned has the potential to be more righteous than a person who never sinned, closer to God than a person who never sinned. Mistakes, even terrible mistakes, have the potential to make us greater than had we never sinned in the first place. 
That's an astounding insight that we learn from the golden calf. Michael Jordan, one of the greatest basketball players of all times, famously wrote, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I was trusted to make the game-winning shot and I missed. I failed over and over and over in my life and that is why I succeeded. It's counterintuitive. But that's why this narrative is so important, so central, so dominant in Jewish history and Jewish thought and in Jewish life because of the absurd consequence that the Egel Hazav, the golden calf, made us better, made us stronger, brought us closer to God than had we not made the golden calf and leaves for us a legacy through the hard work of teshuva to become better as a result of our mistakes than if we had never made them in the first place. Luchos Veshivre luchos munachim ba'aram. The broken pieces are just as holy as the whole pieces and deserve a place just as special reserved for them to remain. Maybe the broken pieces are even more holy. My friends, I wish you a great day and a wonderful Shabbos. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.